0: Welcome to the Catapulting Commission's Sales Talk Podcast. Diving deep into the world of sales and entrepreneurship by interviewing top leaders and influencers from around the world, so you can overcome obstacles and achieve success. And now, here's your host, international bestselling author and business expert, Anthony Garcia.
1: Catapulting Commissions family. What's up, team? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Catapulting Commissions podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Garcia. So family, I got to tell you, our guests just keep getting better and better. And man, if you are looking on the secret of building a conglomerate, for lack of better words, you are on the right channel today because we have stories of growth. Let me tell you about Gary Garth. Gary is a serial entrepreneur, founder and CEO of Elevate.io. He's the author of the Zero to 100 Million Sales Blueprint book and The Goals, Grits, and Greatness Planner. He also leverages his resources as a sales leader, angel investor, helping high-potential startups go to market, scale, become profitable via 360-degree sales and marketing support, incubator programs, advisory service, and proprietary technology. Gary's been featured in Forbes, Success, and many other well-known publications. He's a serial entrepreneur for over 20 years. He started successfully and exited, check this out, family, six companies, including a large outbound sales call center, radio advertising, award-winning eight-figure digital marketing agency. Born in Denmark, Gary now lives in Medellin, <laughs> Colombia. Columbia. Gary, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me,
0: Anthony, and thanks for that intro. I'm mean, glad to
1: have you here, man. I, I love... Majority of my guests, I do the intro with them on because I want them to hear how valuable I, 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 I value you being on the show and the audience and the family does the same thing. But let's let's jump into this, Gary. So. You've been a serial entrepreneur and building successful organizations for, let's, let's say, over two decades. Right. And I even joke with this before yes, entrepreneurship was a cool thing. Right. Everybody like wants to be an entrepreneur <laughs> now. right? But you were doing this when it wasn't such a cool thing. And, and I, lo- I want to kind of hear some of this story because. I opened up my first business in 05 and by 08, mm-hmm. I, I got my teeth kicked in, had to close down and through life circumstances, had to go to the corporate route before I came back full circle. You have built, exited all this fun stuff. So let, let's just talk a little bit on the background, right? So I'm, a, I'm going to assume the zero to 100 million sales blueprint book is based over the 20 some years you've been doing this thing. But well, let's, let's just talk to some of the entrepreneurs that are listening right now. What are some of, the, some of the key takeaways they can expect from either
0: A, reading the book, and some of the stories you have from growing from zero to 100 million? Yes, absolutely. So it, it is correct. An accumulation of uh, my, my ventures, learnings, experiences over the last 25 years. Uh, I've always worked in sales uh, and the last 15 years selling a lot of technology and digital marketing solutions. Uh, I think I've hired more than a thousand reps to date, uh, and also enabled hundreds of resellers to sell uh, uh, solutions at my prior company as a, in a wide label format. So, I've seen, I've looked under the hood in in, in many different scenarios. I, I started to see patterns of what worked and not. In my last project, we also had over six thousand advertisers. So, generating leads for so many companies in different verticals, you start to see, you know, what what works. It doesn't matter. How effective your lead generation campaign if you don't have the right systems process and and blueprint, so to speak, in place and also enable your sales reps to to, to close deals, then everything, you know, falls through the cracks. So uh, my venture is that uh, I've been uh, the first couple of projects I was uh, highly involved in and scale. I was fortunate that at a very early age in Denmark, I had a call center with about 150 agents, hard, hardcore outbound boiler room style. Uh, I was about to say "Wolf of Wall Street," but not as <laughs> not as uh, exaggerated in that sense. Uh, but it was it was hardcore call This this is back when you had old school dialophones phones and, and call lists and sheet, and you didn't drop the phone. It was just dial on and hundreds of dials every day. So when you come up through that school, you you kind of you kind of learn uh, uh, you you go through the school of hard knocks, and uh, you learn to leverage all the the principles of persuasion and all the techniques in the book. So from there on, it, uh, I just started to develop uh, into, into new projects. I went into broadcast advertising. Uh, I went to digital sales. And then I, I touched both upon direct and channel sales. So my book, uh, what I wanted to do and why it's different than many others, there's a lot of excellent, great books out there mm-hmm. I could recommend. Uh, we could have a whole show about that. But they're typically very subject-specific, right? Uh, and I saw in... in throughout my many projects, and also working with a lot of companies. I'm also part-time angel investor involved in some projects. And I saw that there's not a lot of books that really take you from A to C, like what kind of research you need to conduct, uh, how to create a sales plan, how to deploy it, how to train, how to onboard reps, how to create a coaching framework, what technology to apply, how to find the right sales leader. Nothing really takes an an entrepreneur or a VP of sales, gives them the entire framework of how they can scale it. that's basically what my my book entails, and it's about four hundred pages uh, endorsed by the head of sales at Google, Microsoft, and amazon. so some some uh, I yeah. had the privilege of working with some very smart and 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 uh, intelligent people, so basically i i I, uh, 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 I I took all the golden nuggets that they gave me over the years and put into one book.
1: Well, I'll say this, man you you name drop the companies like they're just small companies. Those are conglomerates of conglomerates. We've all heard of those companies. So, I, one, I, I appreciate, you know, the the level of success you have in being on the show here. You know, in creating this blueprint and growing, I'd love to get your take on something here because, you know, I, looking at some of the background and looking at some of the industries, I, I, too, remember the boiler room call room styles. I mean, I made a joke on a show earlier today that if I generated customers today the way I did, you know, 20 years ago, I'd probably get arrested. Like, it's, it's no longer socially acceptable. It's probably not even legal, but I was aggressive. Now yeah, everything's yeah, a little bit, a little bit more tactical. Oh, yeah. yeah, walk us through a little bit about your uh, overview on technology, how you've adapted and how you're implementing it now. And I'd love even if you could take a little bit on the future of technology, what your thoughts are, because you couldn't have grown the companies you've grown and made as many exits if you weren't an early adapter or a oh, proficient yeah.
0: executor on some of these technologies we have today. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm a huge advocate of. Uh, sales tech, MarTech, I have a whole chapter in the book devoted for that. It's called The Significance of Technology at Scale. And it's uh, it's built on the premise of like this, you know, this principles written like uh, from Jim Collins and good to great, great by choice, et cetera, where they analyze all these thousands of companies and the few that have these founding principles that they only deploy technology when it can accelerate the best practices uh, and, and be a catalyst for for what's really working. So for me, it's it's first and foremost about establishing uh, all the right processes, documenting, having a clear understanding of the entire customer journey, and then start adding technology to the equation that can just automate and and accelerate the the, the entire deal flow process. Uh, so I've always been uh, embracing uh, technology, and I think today, and still today, and especially in the past, a lot of folks try to cut corners, right? Let, let's take a simple topic as, as uh, your, your lead database, right? Uh, and enriching leads. They just go to some company and say, here's our ICP, uh, please give me a whole database or so forth. And they're quiet, but it's, it's not accurate. And it? it's just high level information that everybody else is buying. So, you know, it depends on what, what you're selling, your approach and so forth. But I always like to always have an internal uh, data enrichment team at current point is four or five folks. All they do is like basically look at the back end of the website. They use scraping technology to see what, what kind of technology do they have in place currently? Uh, what, how does that stack up against competition? Uh, we also leverage like chat GPT to Vincent see get a quick narrative on, on the uniqueness of, of the, of the company, what at least at the position on the website. So with all that information, right. And also using everything from, you know, whether it's event-based uh, sales using crunch-based, stuff like that, uh, or uh, you, having the right intelligence so that your your outreach, your messaging becomes highly personalized, right? Um, that's that's one thing. Uh, another element is, uh, for instance, uh, demos. That's a big one for me. Uh, I think most demos nowadays is, is highly mechanic, right? Mechanical is very basic. Like we, we walk you through this generic universal approach that everybody gets is never customized per se. There's not a lot of research done or, or making it an interactive experience. I always like to say your demos has to be like a Broadway show, right? Get, get, they should almost have the popcorn sitting there ready to be putting on a show and, and it's custom to their needs. And you, you, know, you want to get them engaged. So there's, there's technology that can help you um, uh, perform better in that sense. And, uh, and I have a, a whole chapter where it's like uh, about 25 to 30 uh, suggested technologies, everything from, you know, lead enrichment to content management system to sales enablement platforms to CRM and how you tie it all together into one effective uh, sales tech stack. But, I mean, with all that said, I think it's in the, the, the state of sales report by, by Salesforce. It's, they, obviously, they're biased to some extent, but they're, they're, that's very clear that today's leading companies, they, there's a, they, they all have uh, sales technology uh, two, three times more than the competition when they're accelerating the growth. So uh, that's a, that's an important element, indeed.
1: You know, Gary, I, I hear what you're saying and I love I, I love and believe that I'd love to hear your thoughts on some of the smaller companies. Right. Because some mm-hmm. of the conglomerates, it's 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 kind of a given. Right. They're, they're getting some of that sales tech. They're 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 there. But some of these smaller organizations, I, I think scale, I think startups, I think scale is up, right sub 30 million, sub 50 million. Sometimes they're apprehensive to make that investment or to get some of this technology that really, you know, gives a leg up on your competition. But it's an execute. You know, the technology doesn't do the job for you. Someone has to execute and utilize this technology. What would you yes. have to say to some of these these founders of these companies, the, the VP of sales, the directors, the CEOs that are listening to the show and saying, you know what, I, 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 haven't, I know about a certain technology. We, just, we, can't, we haven't made that investment yet. They're kind of holding back. What would you have to say to some of those folks?
0: Yes. Um, well, I would say straightforward that in order to understand what technology could make the biggest impact, First and foremost, I would do what I call like a, a, a sales a sales process audit and understanding the, the entire customer journey, uh, seeing what things is done manually, see what's working, uh, and then see if all uh, all metrics are identified and whether they can be optimized. In my book, I have like the recommended twenty sales metrics that every sales leader founder should know with the back of the hand. Um, because very often you know folks tell me like what should i implement what should i do what should i close it? how can we generate more sales but that's really uh, you know a, a tough question to answer i would say start by understanding all the metrics related to your sales process and then we can better identify what technology to apply and and uh, eradicate like administrative tasks that that are redundant or just accelerate what's actually working typically replicating the success of your top performers there's typically oh. some patterns what emails are they sending out so you know i like technologies like for instance sales enablement platforms like outreach.io Salesloft, loft etc because they allow you to build like a framework so here's a a series of templates that you have tested at work right there's no need to reinvent the wheel you can create snippets for every single rebuttal that exists how do you position a certain scenario if they You know, if they work in advertising and they're based out of Miami and LA, well, let's talk about, you know, bilingual targeting, right? And you can have a short, crisp snippet and marketing can actually add the flavor to it. So leveraging technology like that or securing that, um, uh, for instance, you have marketing uh, and and sales in, in strong unification as for, you know, what kind of content is produced and how can it be? Uh, leverage throughout the sales process. So it's not just content for SEO and ranking purposes, but it's what can actually influence deal success rates. Uh, That's where I would look at immediately and try to see where can we get some quick wins because you're right. You can also add too much technology and if it's not adopted by the sales team, then forget it. It's just another expense on, on, uh, on the balance sheet.
1: Yeah, I love it. And 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 Catalyst Commissions family, do me a favor, man. Go ahead and go ahead and pick up that book. We have a link to it down in the show notes. So if you're driving right now and you're listening in the car, the link is in your show notes. If you're watching the YouTube video or you're receiving the email, click that link, go ahead and get a copy of that book. Highly recommend you take this blueprint and you execute it. Now, Gary, one of the things that you have done well, right? You you referenced some some names with Google, Microsoft, different things. And it's it's funny, right? Because everything comes around full circle. And what I'm gonna share with you, you might find some humor in. But when I when I launched this business, this is my this is my second business, but we're going on a little under five years now. One of the one of the things that one of my mentors showed me is like, hey, you know, affiliates is gonna be like the fastest growth strategy, right? Finding people to work with you or affiliate or, or resell your stuff or you resell their yes. stuff. And I chuckled and I'm like, you know, I said that's really funny. That's that's like a channel sales strategy that's really, I don't wanna say old, but it's been around. But now you know, people are looking and saying, hey, how do I grow my team through either affiliate sales, through channel sales, you know, getting Amen. in with somebody. I'd love to hear your experience on that, because I know you from my guess is you were probably doing channel sales before it was, you know, yes, really yes. what it
0: is with today. I'm a huge, huge advocate of channel sales. And that's probably one of the first things I, I look for as an opportunity when engaging with the company in some shape or format. Why? Because the multiply effect, if you've done correctly, the the growth can be exponential. Uh, And and I have a whole chapter, chapter four, devoted to that on direct sales versus channel sales, but also uh, acknowledging all the resources, processes, and systems you need to have in place because it's everything, in particular sales enablement. So with my last company, we grew very fast uh, and we're in 5,000 companies, four years in a row. Uh, But uh, we came to a point where we had to pivot Uh, and uh, it was short uh, sheer coincidence, but we basically went from direct sales to pure channel sales in a wide label format where I sold 200 agreements to, to marketing agencies and also worked directly with Google's and marketing's channel sales team on enabling companies that maybe didn't sell their products on how to get them equipped. You know, so we would do like basically everything from research to proposals to to campaign creation, optimization, reporting everything. Right. So it would basically be a plug and play solution. But I also saw how difficult it could be. Right. So it's not just about creating a program and say, hey, here's some good commissions. Go out and sell it. Uh, It's very much about how do you enable others to sell for you? Uh, So I learned a lot about that uh, in terms of. My role, t- to some extent, for almost a year or two, was just flying out to partners and training the sales team, talking with the VP of sales, and you know, how can we expand your share wallet? Which I- opportunities? When should you present? Uh, uh, when should present the upsell opportunity, cross sell? How should you do it? How should the team collaborate? But if done correctly, I mean, it, it's no sheer coincidence that both Google, Microsoft, or HubSpot, all these. Technology giants, their predominant revenue stream is channel sales. Right, that's what they're good at. Um, But they also, you know, they create incentive structures. They set targets. It's just like hiring sales reps. They have quarterly business review, annual business review. They they wine and dine you, and they they really do everything to motivate you to push their products. So before you dive into that journey, you just gotta make sure that you have a proper strategy in place. But if you have it, I mean. There's no comparison. Uh, it's way, I would say, easier to build a channel sales team, uh, channel sales program that can have a significant revenue impact than you know building a sales team. You're dealing with a lot of people. There's attrition and it's different personnel. This way, enabling other companies to sell. Food. Obviously, there's pros and cons. There's lower margins. You're, mm-hmm. There's some some brand uh, reputation that that can be damaged if not if not handled properly. But the pros, I would say, outweigh the cons. I would definitely recommend everybody to explore.
1: I mean, I I love, I love it, man. Gary Garth here has, he was the guy. It's like, I got a guy, Gary, 200 different services, got a guy, Gary. Because that is the, what you just shared right now is one of those secret gems that I don't think too many um, entrepreneurs and business owners take a look at. I was like, hey, how do I, you know, how do I accelerate growth, right? We grow better. And sometimes when someone's doing something, I know that there's, platforms and services out there and things that I'm a big advocate for. And I'm like, man, I would totally resell this because you know (laughs) what? It's better than what I can create. It's better than what I've used before. And I truly believe in it. And you know what? I have a team that's already talking to your ideal client avatar. Let's put it in their bag. And that, that is, that is such a, such a a growth strategy. One thing though, I'd love to talk with you about is Mm -hmm. how do you motivate this team Right. You, you talk about the companies giving some incentives, right? But you've built different variations of sales teams, the cold callers, mm-hmm. right? The, the, the higher rep, you know, I would say the, the higher caliber reps, the tech reps, yeah. various different reps. So how are you, what skills or what are you doing to get the most out of the people that, you know, they're your frontline, they're like your frontline workers, right? Your sales team mm-hmm. drives the revenue of the company flat out. There's no other shortcut to it. They are the frontline. How do you get the most out of those folks?
0: Yes. Great question. Well, um, I think first and foremost, it's about uh, leading by example. Uh, I'm, I've always been under the notion like, you know, after I do, I get up early 5 a.m. and go to hit the gym. So when I get in, I'm pumped up. Everybody's coming in. They're eating the croissant and eating, drinking the latte, But I'm already fired up, ready to get people psyched up and huddle, right? So I always do a morning huddle. Uh, I try to uh, align people's personal goals with our company objectives. That's also why, for instance, everybody in my company uses the Goals, Great and Greatness Planner, where we talk about, you know, the, the quarterly goals, but also personal goals, along with the monthly targets, weekly priorities, daily priorities. So we constantly keep our eyes on the price, right? Uh, because that does a lot. Uh, and And just constantly having a carrot in front of you because many big corporations and, you know, you get scattered, maybe you have a, a middle a middleman as team leader, that's not necessarily motivate you as a leader, as a founder, as at the at the helm of the company. You need to be out there with the front line motivated. That's my my clear notion. So when people come in, if you're coming in on SDR, uh, you know, in my book, I put great salespeople are made, not born, uh, and and I think that you can develop anybody with the right uh, attitude uh, and, and and attributes if you give them the right coaching framework and onboarding plan. You can get them to become successful, especially if you have like career path planning in place. So say, okay, you're starting here. If you hit X, Y, C targets consistently for X amount of months, take these certifications and take partake in this program, you can be promoted to AE within six months. From there, you can go into this role. There's a clear roadmap for where you can go. So it's not something, uh, you know, bias. Who do you like and so forth? It's clear. It's metrics driven, and say, just do your homework, perform, shh, come in early, stay late, hustle. And then the, the, it's, it's yours to lose, basically. Uh, I think that's something that resonates well with everybody, and especially like nowadays, Gen Z, et cetera, that mm-hmm. you know, they, they want to understand what they can get and how they can get it. And there's a lot of opportunities. you gotta, you got to show them the door and show them exactly what needs to get done uh, and be, set the right expectations in other words.
1: Oh, I love it, Gary. Leading from the front. I mean, that, that is massive. You know, One thing you shared right now that I think I don't hear happening often enough and and, and you know, I'll, just, I'll just get your thoughts on it. You said you start every day with a morning huddle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently, I, you know, I, I do consulting for, for some companies and, and scaling and startups. And then I got an organization, you know, they're, let's say they're right around the 10 million mark and they got a team and they're happy. But they came to me and they want to run asynchronous morning meetings where it's just all automated meetings, automated meetings. And mm. I have my thoughts and opinions on the automated meetings versus what you just shared was like, hey, this morning huddle, let me. Let me let me touch everybody. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, because one, you're clear adapter and, and understand all the technologies out there. But you also came from a point where, you know, in, in 2002, there, these technologies didn't exist. You, you had to call yeah. somebody. You had to get in front of your <laughs> people. So what are your thoughts on that now to, to motivate and get your sales team? Like how is it valuable and important? Is this morning huddle or is it something that we can outsource with technology?
0: No, 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 that's not that's not an optional. No. It's it's non non replaceable. I mean, you're talking about human beings, and we're motivated, and everybody has challenges, and you also got to shift things up, right? You can't come in every day with the same agenda and just good morning. Let's talk about that. Obviously, they're not engaged. I mean, you are not just the leader, right? They need to have faith and, and, and understand your direction and have confidence and everything. So mix it up. Uh, pull a pull a, a successful call. Uh, have everybody dissected, uh talk about a certain customer experience that put them on the test, do a little role play session. That's very, very basic in that sense, but get everybody engaged so people don't necessarily know what to expect uh, and people feel that it's also you know almost a coaching experience, I would say. Uh, what that does is that it gets people in the right state of mind, right? Everybody's not fired up like, like everybody's not a, a type A personality and uh, so if somebody needs that little extra push. Uh, so having a little huddle—it doesn't have to be more than 15, 20 twenty minutes—but uh, it's extremely valuable. Uh, just focusing on what's your today's priorities. What do we have a pipeline? Anybody needs help? I'm, I'm I'm available to jump on a call. What happened with that opportunity? Just just following up. You know, you you you're in tune with the team. You know what's going on, and you know you can identify when somebody needs a you know extra some extra support. I think it's it's non-replaceable
1: oh man i am glad man and i gary that was a loaded question i would have bet my mortgage that that was going to be your answer but i'm glad that was your answer because it's oftentimes you see these companies that want to adapt technology is great but there is this component for human interaction that we just cannot replace Uh, and as long as we remember that i think you know we'll do well it's it's you know it's nerve-wracking when some companies are over i would say even over adapters or happy adapters of all technology just not to eliminate that human component because there's just so much to be said for that. Amen. Amen, brother. So, all right, Gary, well, as we come here, we've got a few minutes left in the show here. I'd, I'd love to kind of, you know, give you, give you an open forum here and, and kind of wrap things up right now. You've built multiple organizations, exited organizations, right? What is the thing that's exciting you most over the next couple of years and, and, and thing that you're, you're excited most? What's the vision board? What's the goal? The reason I share this is, is someone's listening to the show right now. They're in a similar position, right? they, they've built a team and they're, hey, maybe I want to exit. They're struggling to build the team or they're a sales rep that is in an organization and saying, you know what? I'm ready to go open up my own business because I've seen what I could do. Mm -hmm. I'd love to to hear a little bit about your your personal side, your story, things that are exciting and motivating you the next few years.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, I think now with everything that's going on and new technology has been rolled out faster than ever before, I think it's going to separate the boys from the men. Um, So... I think if you have the right mindset, it's not you can't be just a wanna-be entrepreneur. That's gonna, you know, that's gonna get eradicated sooner than later. Uh, but if but if you have a strong desire, passion, and a good product, uh, and you do understand how to put put sales first uh, and have a proper go-to-market strategy, then I think the the opportunities is 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 it's gonna be greater than ever. Uh, that that's how I see the the, the future. And I, I recommend all entrepreneurs, now is the time to double down. Don't be too hesitant. Everybody's skeptical and people's not spending money. Everybody's cutting back on expenses. But you know what? That's when you have to just focus on RI. You know, what kind of impact can we help your company? If you have the right sales process in place and identify, here is incremental RI that can be experienced if you apply XYZ solution. Here's X amount of hours we can save you. Here's, here's what we can eradicate from your. Uh, from, from your ex- expenses by applying, you know this solution. Once you talk numbers, understand your companies, and understand your ideal customer profile. Now is the time where you can capture a lot of market share. So I would recommend everybody uh, to do that. And if you need a, a helping hand, uh, I would say go to go to my website garygarth.com uh, as my name. Go to the book section uh, and it's so uh, uh, under the notion of if you want to if we're going to grow. If you want to catapult your commissions, uh, go to the checkout process in the coupon code, put catapulting commissions all in one with small letters and you'll get the book discounted from $30 to zero Uh, for the first 50 people that go in and take advantage of the offer. And please hit me up with feedback or any questions you may have. I answer everything personally.
1: Oh man, Catapult Commissions family. Dude, do me a favor, go get that. GaryGart.com, uh, discount code catapult commissions, all lowercase, and get a copy of this, right? I mean, I I'm 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 a starstruck, Gary. I love the story of what you're sharing, of what you're doing. And it's when you say something right now, you I, I want to just reframe this before we finish up the show. Catapult Commissions Commission. Gary just told you to double down, go all in. This isn't somebody that just started building businesses two years ago. I mean, this is tried, tested, hit in the face, had success, and is telling you at a time when some businesses are like, oh, I don't know what's happening, I'm nervous. Hey, double down and go all in. It reminds me of of the the movie The Greatest Showman with, Pete, uh, with Phineas Barnes. And he talks, to you know, they're like – you're risking it all. You're going to go bankrupt. And his, and his response was, how do you think I got success? I've always risked it all. And it's because hey, yes. there's something to be said, right? The entrepreneurship journey and the high-level sales leadership performance, it's not for everybody. But if it's for you, you got to always bet on yourself and be your biggest fan. And and Gary, dude, I, I appreciate That's you man. being on the show, man. I think that you. you're. I'd love to get you on the show again. We're on our fourth year, so I'd love to get you back year five, year six, to see what has transpired, what has changed. Because okay. everyone asked me, you know, every vertical, businesses always adapt and change. And, and, you know, you, you add new products to market, but for me, the podcast is something that I've never planned to give up. It's just a blast. So I've Love to bring you back in a couple of years if you're open to it. We'll to
0: be back a- anytime, brother. Just hit the I up. appreciate
1: it, my friend. Well, catapult commissions family, we're at that time of the show. You know what to do. Go get connected. Go to GaryGart.com. Pick up that book. Smash that like button. Be sure to subscribe. Shoot me a comment. DM. Let me know your thoughts. And when you pick up that book, message me. Let me know what some of the takeaways are. I'm in the middle of it, and I'd love to share some feedback with you as well. Catapult commissions family, I love you guys, and I'll see you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to the Catapulting Commission Sales Talk Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And make sure to subscribe on YouTube at Anthony Paul Garcia. Until next time.